0: Oh, right, everybody, welcome to Leftovers, at least it will be. Um, I'm sure you clicked on this expecting a frequent flyer-themed edition of Leftovers being Mike and Manny. Um, We'll get there, but first, we actually have some news to talk about. I don't have a show scheduled for a couple days, so I figured I'd drop this little nugget here in the uh, intro to, to this Leftovers. Flyers acquired Ryan Ellis. Chuck Fletcher did a fucking thing. Look at that! inquired him for nolan patrick and phil myers just a phenomenal deal Uh, ellis will turn 31 in january six years left at 6.25 mil uh aav which is not bad um there is a bit of injury history there I, i think he's only got one full season under his belt and that was eight nine years ago whenever it was like it's been a while um but There's a certain level of risk you're taking with any of these top defensemen, whether it was Jones, whether it was Hamilton, whether it was Ellis, whoever. You know, with Jones, you know, do you have the certainty of him re-signing? And if you resign him, you're going to sign him for eight-plus million dollars. With Hamilton, who the fuck knows what this guy's going to get, you know, eight, nine, ten million dollars. You're getting Ellis on a uh, cheaper contract, decent term. You know, so the trade off there is going to be the the injury history. It's nothing super profound. He misses you know a couple handfuls of games a year. Hopefully, it's not you know a a death sentence to the Flyers. This feels like the kind of thing they acquire and then he breaks his leg in game one out for the rest of the season. But <laughs> hopefully, we don't see anything like that. But uh, overall, like today was a win. And this was a win for the organization. This is what we all needed. You know, when you can acquire one of the top three top defenseman on the market for a washed up fourth line, nobody like Nolan Patrick and Phil Myers, who just has never been able to hit his potential in the NHL. That's a win. Um, We've been very, very critical of Chuck Fletcher. The leftovers episode you're about to hear is very critical of Chuck Fletcher, but, Give credit where credit is due for the guy. Like, this is all I wanted. You know, there there was the good faith in there today. I talked about this on Twitter. He did a press conference right after they acquired him, and he talked about, like, well, we're still looking at every option. We're still, you know, weighing our thing. And it's like, that's all I want to hear. Because now that he did something, now that he made a move, there is some weight in his words. I believe that they're actually looking Elsewhere, and they're gonna keep looking to make additions. Um, they they acquired Ellis without giving up the first round pick this year, 13th overall, and they did it without giving up Morgan Frost. You know they have plenty of options now moving forward to continue to build uh, with this team, continue to make additions, make sizable additions as well um, with this guy. So. It's a step in the right direction. The most important thing now is that nobody get complacent, especially Chuck Fletcher. You know, it was today was a win. It was a good victory. It's a great trade. Ryan Ellis is a much needed piece. They finally found the person you can plot next to Provorov for the next six years. Like that's what we needed. But it is critical now that this is not the last move that's made. They gotta keep adding, gotta keep, you know, bringing in another defenseman or two or three or four, or just replace all of them for that matter, actually. Feel a little safer. But you know, that's you're taking a step in the right direction. And uh figured I'd just get some words in on this uh before this show um it's gonna be a couple days before we get another episode out uh with the expansion draft uh, coming and whatnot so, but the, the schedule is out uh we will be having shows uh let's see here wednesday friday sunday friday and sunday so it's the 23rd 25th 28th, 30th and 1st and we'll probably do one on wednesday the 21st as well to cover the expansion draft so a whole lot of shows coming your way everybody uh we'll talk about ryan ellis at the next available opportunity but uh until then enjoy an episode of leftovers Welcome to Leftovers here on Brotherly Pod and Daniel, I hear you ask, what's Leftovers? Well, good question. For those of you that don't know, we record a lot of shows here every week on Brotherly Pod and we only record about an hour and an hour and a half of the show. Well, sometimes we go on and talk for two, three hours and a lot of that content never gets recorded. And we have missed a lot of great stories, some funny moments, stuff that just falls into the ether of the unknown and you never get to hear it. So we decided to start recording this. So you get to get a behind-the-scenes look at what happens when the recorder stops at Brotherly Pod. This is from the June 17th edition of Frequent Flyer, where we talk about Mike's rage as a season ticket holder. We review that episode of Snow the Goalie. We talk about Rube Saw's return. We set a date where we can judge Chuck Fletcher, and uh, no desire to go to hockey games in person because the Flyers suck. So enjoy, everybody, yet another episode of Leftovers. Oh, Demanding that make any kind of trades is... Uh, it is fucking, like, it is so...
1: I am so fucking fed up with this shit, man, like with this team. I'm I, so... I, I just...
0: I'm on a crusade on Twitter right now just yeah. shitting all over people just cuz I I have no idea genuinely genuinely as a fan have no idea how anybody can sit here and be like this team is great like why why be so complacent why do you think Travis connecting is just the greatest fucking thing that ever existed why is Travis saying like why settle for sh- such horse shit why, why not demand more? The front office doesn't want to. Like, that's a whole different fucking problem. But the fact that so much of this fan base is complacent these days. Like, what happened? You know? Like, it was ten years ago they made the cup run. Fifteen, like, I, get, I think if you're much... Probably if you're my age or younger, you probably don't even remember much. And I think that's the problem, is the growing divide yeah. in age is... You know, I, I, I was a, my, my parents were huge fans, so I was brought up in this mess and remember what it was like to be competitive. But if you are much younger than me or weren't a fan at that time, like, it's been 10 years since I've done anything competitive. You know, maybe these people weren't even around for, like, the 2012 Penn Series, you know? They don't even know what competitive hockey is like, and thus, yeah. they attack. like, they had the they made the playoffs in the second round last year and people are like, Oh my God, this team is great. We have to hang on to them. Like that has to be what it is. Right. I, I just can't imagine that it anybody is, yeah. like your age or, or older than I, I am like genuinely believe that anything is okay. Right now. No, anybody that's been paying attention in any
1: sense whatsoever over the really, you know, since the beginning of Hextall or even over the past three or four years is just disgusted. With this at this point and anybody who says otherwise um, is either, you know, in college or younger or something or just has no context or understanding as to where this team was. Um, And honestly, I think the best I was trying to think of, like, the best moment that I can recall this team has had in a decade. And it's got to be the uh, the stadium series game at the Link when they won uh, in overtime with Drew's goal. I think that's their best moment. And that's a great
0: moment. Um, but Couldn't you know, think of anything like, else off the top of my head.
1: <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's, for all intents and purposes, an exhibition game. And uh, I was at that game, and it was, it was awesome. But, um, you know, that's it. I mean, there's no moments where they won anything of substance. They didn't have anybody win any you know heart trophies even though actually drew probably should have won the other year but like you really it's just uh it's very just blah it's just a a totally blah era and yeah people are used to that because they haven't seen anything else they have no context on it and you know i don't even engage with folks like that anymore because i'm just like you're fucking like 14 or something or like or you're just like a nut job able to see the team from a critical eye. Or also it's like, dude, like I think about all the fucking money that I've spent on this team a season ticket. Or, like, I've probably spent on season tickets in my life as a Flyers fan close to like a hundred thousand dollars, somewhere in that range over the years. Wow. Like that's a fucking lot of money. So and all like, you
0: get is a th- fist in the ass.
1: Yeah, like that shit pisses me off. Like that oh, pisses me good. off because I had so much – and, like, I would I would challenge other people to put up that kind of fucking money for a team over, you know, a period of time and just be like, oh, everything's cool. Like, you know, I don't have a press pass. I didn't get to fucking go sit up there and eat M&Ms and popcorn for free. Like, <laughs> I paid for every single thing yeah. that I got at the Wells Fargo Center. I got, you know, like, all that shit. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I, I had fucking money that got flushed down the goddamn toilet by this team and it's a lot of money and I'm pissed off about it. And, and I have a right to be.
0: If you tell me player, I
1: don't have a right man. to be, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Like that's that's what fuels me, man, is like that amount of, of money and time, like, really grinds me because I'm willing to be patient on stuff, but I'm not willing to just see this like rudderless ship keep going. It you was know?
0: like I haven't been to a game since 2017. I don't think I've actually been to a game since I graduated college and I moved back up here because I can't fucking be bothered at the idea of driving two hours during weekday rush hour to go to Philadelphia to watch them get blown out of the fucking water. They didn't put a product on there that's driving me to go down there and watch, you know? it's just I'd be fucked if I'm driving down there on a Monday night at 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. You right. know, to, to, to watch them lose. Just, if you put a product on there, I would consider going to games again, but, like, I, I have no desire right now to, and, and for me, of all people, you know, and committed my goddamn life to this bullshit with this podcast and this website and watch every last goddamn game they've done for years and years and years, I, just, I can't even be bothered to go to one. It's just not worth it. Shit. Like, that's a fucking awesome point, dude. It's like, okay,
1: you are that cocksure about this team. Why don't you put your money where your mouth is for years, throw up that kind of money. And you come back to me and tell me you have the same opinion after draining your wallet on this shit. Yep.
2: Like go I buy s- a Nolan Patrick Jersey yeah. and go buy season tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Do I it. You love him so much
1: that his opinion would be the same. It's, it, it's just, it's a different dynamic. It's when you start putting skid in the game, that things change and your opinion changes on it and folks that don't have any skin in the game, whether it's even time, you know, I mean, even your time is important time, money, emotions, all that sort of stuff that gets all in the hopper here. And I just, um, I think people that don't invest as much and not just financially, but you know, all those things combined, just their opinions are like not as robust and, it's not as meaningful like the franchise is as meaningful when you don't have all that in the hopper. And you're therefore, like I don't take a casual
0: viewer that watches the Flyers maybe once a week and it's just kind of onto the background and you don't really care. Like you're not invested. You know, you, you, it's just it's a hobby. It's like me with like football. You know, like, I'll have it on TV on an occasional Sunday, maybe catch a game or two a year, you know, a handful of him at a party or something. I'll, you know, it'll be on TV, I'll watch it. But I don't care, you know. that will be like me on Twitter and be like, Oh my God, Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, whoever the fuck else they have, being angry at this shit. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm, not, I'm not there to watch it. How dare you fucking people that don't watch these games or don't care come at somebody like me who spends every last fucking free moment I have invested <laughs> yeah, in right, this team. Right. Yeah, oh,
2: And yeah. that's what got me mad at Dan Silver. And I'm like, you know what, dude, don't tell me how to feel about this. Don't tell me that your opinion supersedes mine. I and mean- look, like, if you want to have a conversation, I'm all for it. Let's have a conversation. But don't sit here and go, hey, weren't you the guy that wanted Seth Jones? Yeah, I want Seth Jones. Why can't I want Dougie Hamilton too? Why can't I want other guys that I think will make the team better? I'm not this analytics dummy that just sits there and focuses, you know, tunnel vision on one player. And that's the only player we can get and nobody (laughs) else matters, which is what they do. It's Hamilton. Hamilton's the best Hamilton, this Hamilton, that. And you sit there and you go, yeah. And what if you don't get Hamilton, then what? You can put 10 fishing lines in the water. It doesn't mean you're catching a fish. You can't sit there and go, well, I'm taking these three out. Screw it. I don't care about those. <laughs> We're,
0: like, don't tell me how to feel as a fan. Like, I have a right to be negative. How and angry. anybody can have a fucking superiority complex with this team right now is so far beyond me. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, it's a very short dare memory. you tell yeah. me not to get angry at this fucking team right now? Yeah, I mean, last season was totally the icing on the cake.
1: Like, if you weren't down this road before which I've been for a while now but if you like you can't like even like puck sauce like we said like that guy caved he had to cave because it's so the evidence is so overwhelming at this point that you need significant changes and that there are major issues it's a bad mix it's even you know that's the freaking quote from the GM here like you can't ignore that and the and the folks that are ignoring that like Yureev and stuff like that like those guys are just living on a different world I mean, they're just not... I, I can't take anything they say seriously. No,
0: nothing.
2: Like,
1: But and- it's okay, because
2: he's starting a podcast
0: with his sister about video games. Well, good, if he leaves the fucking Flyers field, then maybe we can get some yes. legitimacy back <laughs> in this business. <laughs> oh that pisses, you know what? The, the thing with that is, is like... <laughs> He, it's a fan blog and I don't preach positivity, you not by any means, but when somebody of legitimacy like San Filippo and, 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 you know, crossing broad have to go out there and attack a fan blog because there's such shit. You give every last one of us a bad name. Just trying to do my fucking Mm -hmm. job here. You know, I'm trying to provide legitimate coverage here and legitimate opinions and just produce as a fan and you're just some right off of some fucking fan blog you know gives everybody a bad name you know
2: and now cuz in the morning i was listening to the show before work and then right away my ears perked up when he said oh yeah and uh, you know anthony demarco tweeted us oh, and, no. and posted don't his name story Jeremiah. and i went Whoa. <laughs> and i was like what oh, what are they going to say cuz they were saying that they had an issue with somebody
0: uh, and
2: then all of a sudden when i was listening and listening and they were they they mentioned they put him over uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, they they put him in a good light. They were talking about that's how you do things. You're supposed to give credit to other people, just like you were writing an essay in high school. You can't just rip it off Wikipedia and say, "Oh, look at this genius work that I did." You didn't do any of it. You you you, you held Control C and you
0: you passed it off as if it was yours. That's total plagiarism, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad sense. that somebody of legitimacy put them in their place when i go on twitter and roast them i'm the bad guy you know when they do it it's like yeah i was standing ovation in my living room for these guys we're burying them (laughs) how what the fuck like that's the thing like they do legitimate reporting with legitimate connections yariv is a fucking super fan piece of shit who goes on there and tries to discredit everything that they actually put in work to do yeah has he ever been to a game probably not i don't know where he lives but i've never watched a fucking flyers game to be honest yeah i don't think
1: he's ever been there before you know like when you go to i mean i mean you guys go to games all the time it's just it creates a different like not a different vibe like your mentality is a little bit different because like you're you're there like you're not just watching from a thousand feet like you're in the building, like you're understanding kind of what's going on, Like you can see stuff in plays that the TV doesn't pick up. It's, I don't know. I just think it really adds to your perspective. If, if you, if you sit on your couch and you know, you're looking at stats and barely watching games, like you really are doing yourself a disservice if you're trying to comment on the sport.
0: The problem. And like, he's one of the reasons why this fan base is so fucking complacent in the first place is because they want to be positive and they found the guy that is, you know, they're going to go back him up. They don't want to support old Dan, the flyer fan who wants to burn this team to the fucking ground. No, we got to go support (laughs) Nolan Patrick. Uh, Fuck. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't hold yourself out as being some like everybody who, you know, does any sort of, of reporting has some level of editorializing, but at the same token, you know, if you're trying to be some sort of source, for information and San Filippo and Russ brought this up. Like if you're a source, like at some point you have to swing both ways on this. You can't just constantly yeah. be a hundred percent. This is perfect. Everything this organization does is excellent. If there's something that they did wrong, it's very minor. And there was a thousand reasons why um, I would justify it. It's, it's just bizarre. I mean, it's actually bizarre. you like, going to no be positive
0: about in the first place.
1: Yeah. I mean, this season was the most disappointing flyer season in franchise history. And I think the overwhelming majority of the fan base and writers would agree with that. Yeah. Then and the organization itself might agree with that. And I don't know what they are. I mean, I think I may have read some of their stuff like a while ago, like not, I don't think I've e- even given them a click in pff, a long time. I
0: refuse to give them clicks. Uh,
2: I've never clicked on any of their articles. Yeah.
1: I maybe once like years ago, but, and even then I kind of knew what it was. And I was like, this isn't doing anything. This is just like, I'm not, I'm not learning anything. I don't think it's interesting. They're not bringing anything to the table. It was just like, this is, this is useless. Like I better is, off
0: staring at a wall. <laughs> as a writer, I very rarely write news pieces or, or, or pretend to be in the know and that kind of stuff just because I don't like doing it. But uh-huh. it comes off as so phony when I'm not there. Like they pretend to be there, and and they know, and uh, it's the goalie know to this as well. They ripped off a bunch of shit from them during the preseason in 2019. They weren't there. They weren't in the building, but they were talking about it and tweeting about it like they were, yeah, and they were right, getting their content right. from you know, Bill Meltzer and Charlie and shit like that. Just flat out stealing shit, and it's like. Uh-huh. I would never do that because I'm not there. As a writer, I try and produce thought-provoking pieces, yeah. or fun topics, ho- cool like stuff. making you think sure. a little bit. Like mm-hmm. that's how that I try and cool. approach this. And all the news stuff I talk about on here, you know, La Perriere going to Lehigh, you know, where, that's what this show is for—is more to address the day-to-day news versus the writing where I try and make you think a little bit versus just writing news stories. So I don't know. It's just. That yeah, the that's the fun. Odds. I think your stuff is fun, Dan. It's like, hey, here's somebody
1: with an outside the box idea that and is weighing. And what you do that's really great too is you kind of weigh the pros and cons of it. And yes, like, hey, yes. I I realize this this probably won't happen, but if it did, this is how it would go. And like, that's interesting. Like, I always try and cover my bases with yeah. a lot
0: of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that's Just, the stuff you want to read. He retweeted the
2: Flyers' announcement that they signed Sandine and Rubtsov, <laughs> and he wrote ruby i'm still very excited about his game oh, of course he is. and i'd love to see him rebound well of course everyone would love to see him rebound but it ain't happening like it's just not he has talent and still has nhl upside no
0: he doesn't he barely has NHL upside for christ's sake
2: why would he like
1: like my follow-up to him would be like what excites you about his game what have you seen
0: over the past year or two that actually excites you as someone who has been in lehigh valley every night watching rubisov play this guy brings nothing to the table he reminds me a lot of vorobiev in that sense yeah where he's he's fine at the AHL. he's not gonna do anything overly stupendous but you know i'm sure he can plug in the nhl every now and again if he had to but fuck there's nothing this guy brings to the table there's no reason to be excited about him he's just a dude i'm actually baffled they brought him back I was stunned when I heard that news. There was a, I heard it back a while back. I don't remember if it was when Sin was on the show, if it was somewhere else. But somebody said that they were negotiating with him to bring him back. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> why in their right fucking mind would they do that? And then he resigns and it's like, why? Why are we bringing Roots off back? Like, you can't find anybody else to play 4C in your AHL team. Like, come on.
1: Ugh. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh, oh God! Yeah, that's the big news. The big, big news story from the Flyers. That'll be yeah. the
0: biggest news of the summer: is room subs, bang.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Resign Lion. and. <laughs> God, yeah, Freeman
1: is an, that's an eye in the sky for the Phantoms.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a fucking dumb thing. Anyway, God, I should have gotten more of that. What other and like. I could be wrong here, and please correct me if I am. Are there other teams that actually section off a coach and and denote him the eye in the sky and put him in a
0: press box? Is that a thing? I don't think so. I'm sure they I have somebody so. watching the games, but I don't know if they've got yeah. a specific coach the video guy or something Yeah, yeah somebody it's, to it's you know, like, keep
1: an eye on. We're going to things, announce that this particular individual has been promoted. This particular guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's eye in the sky as a critical role. It's like, what? What world is this so <laughs> like fucking dumb.
0: So, yeah. This is... Uh, I don't know. This whole stupid team is dumb. If they do nothing this summer, I'm going to unload on one of these episodes. Like you have. Oh, my fun.
1: God. It's going to be of epic proportions. You know, we're going <laughs> to...
0: It's going to be... Say... I mean...
1: Yeah, go
2: ahead. Oh, no. I'd say it's full-on war with, like, the other podcasts where you openly say, you guys don't know anything what you're talking about because this team has yeah. gone... and. Done nothing. Like how I mean, do you do nothing?
1: It's reading the tea leaves. it's It's really understanding the vibe of an organization, understanding what their what their tendencies are, who who the front office is. Like, you know we've been you know fairly right with most of our predictions so far. and if if our predictions you know that Dan got from us at the end of the show tonight are true, I mean, it's it's real bad. I mean, I don't know how you recover from that. That
0: but, was the thing uh, with Silver. Like, when Manny and I were going back and forth, he was like, well, they may be out in Hamilton, but they're going to get Jones. And it's like, what fucking evidence do you have that this guy's going to pull his head out of his ass and make a move of something of that substance? Fletcher hasn't done shit for a year, you know? Like, why would he all of a sudden be like, oh, we're just going to go out and pull out a major defensive trade today now, aren't we? <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, it may that would happen, be best... but how dare you say that it's going to happen? You know? It still feels I mean, like if a you pipe
1: dream. If they did get Seth Jones, that would be the best player the Flyers have acquired since. Pronger? Chris Pronger, probably. I mean, I mean Hayes, no. Niskanen, no. no. Braun, no. JVR, mm. no, I think just Seth Jones is a better defenseman. JVR
0: is a forward. Yes, I would agree. With that.
1: So you know, okay. So keep wrong or nothing else happened in that time. Yeah, so you keep you know keep backtracking. Yeah, Bruno Gervais
2: or something. Or <laughs>
1: like that,
2: or like, or whatever, yeah, I
1: don't know. Let's pull that out or like Jay Rose there's Hill. nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean that's that is fucking pathetic. Yep. That well, the,
2: the last player for player trade was Pitlick for Hartman. Oh God! Ah. And that was like two years. That was over two years ago.
0: I had yeah. people say this season they wanted Ryan Hartman back, and I'm like, you <laughs> fuckers! Just <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> what purpose? Ryan what purpose? Hartman, so, of all
2: people, yeah. So we'll see, but we'll see. Rather they... have Phil Hartman. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> so, so what's our cutoff date for for the flyers here? It's like uh, I th- I was just like guessing like early August maybe. Anthony like, threw a date first, out and all... I
0: don't remember what the hell he said. Was it like, like if they don't do anything by this date, we know they're doing nothing? You know, that's was, uh, you say August sixteenth, maybe or whatever he said. And he ah, gave a date. Kind of... I don't remember if it was on the air if it was after the air we talked about it. But you know, there was a certain date he gave, and that that's the day we're gonna lose our shit on Fletcher. I think it was, it was August sixteenth. Okay, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it'd be
1: earlier than that, but yeah, I mean, that could be it. Where I think
0: there's a little leftovers I, after free it probably agency. It would probably be about a week earlier than that, actually. I think the expansion draft is what the twenty-first of July. Like that, yeah. I think the draft is the twenty-third and twenty-fourth, mm-hmm. and then I assume free agency is sometime the following week. I don't know the date of that off the top of my head. So yeah, sixteen to about was still two weeks maybe. July. Maybe yeah. Uh, I don't think- I mean, there's a full week of July after the the uh, entry draft at the twenty fourth. So sixteenth would be about eh, three weeks, three and a half weeks after the the entry draft. So maybe it's a little too long, but that would be the time that late. That would be you know once everything settles down and.
2: Uh, keep
0: going, but. I'd say I mean usually in normal seasons. You know, free
1: agency. Like the after the first like forty-eight hours of free agency usually it cool. Typically down done. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like day three or four of free agency, I think that's when the hammer should be dropped.
0: <laughs> Twenty twenty-one <laughs> off season schedule. Critical dates for 2021 announced. Okay. What are those dates here? December thirty-first. Yeah, that already happened. Um Mm -mm -mm -mm. 21st is the expansion draft. 23rd and 24th are the entry draft. 28th is the uh, free agent period. Okay. So that is... uh, That'd be the Wednesday after the draft, which would be about two and a half weeks before the 16th. So that'll be... Yeah, it's probably a little bit too long at that point, but... Yeah, I give like August
1: second or something yeah i I mean at that point if they're not doing anything then probably not much is going to happen because like i don't remember anything significant happening that late usually yeah like the first day or two for agency you can see some big things happen
0: but after four they pick up the scraps and by five yeah it's pretty quiet
1: yeah because everybody's waiting for the market to be set because nobody can ever make a move so they have to <laughs> oh it's like they're too fucking stupid to understand the market so like, we'll have to get set somebody else has to set it for us so that always is like the best player starts that and then that's why it kind of goes down from there
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah we'll see but
1: anyway hey guys i gotta get going but uh dude
0: that's awesome show a good yeah one. definitely i definitely needed a good hockey podcast back in my life <laughs> yeah this was fantastic and we'll see what happens man maybe we get together in the next i
1: don't know two weeks or something and you know if it, if something happens maybe earlier but now if not, that there's we, more uh, rumors
0: so... and nonsense flying around we can definitely put this back in the regular rotation yeah cool hopefully cool. by two weeks time you get a little better idea of what the hell's going on and maybe hamilton will be moved by then and yeah, it's possible there's some movement at that point, you know, because these teams don't necessarily have to wait till the playoffs are over. And I could do it right now if they wanted to, but yeah, I'll we'll have to yeah. wait and see. Maybe Jones will be a flyer by then. Who knows? And Jack. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jack Eichel think yeah. Jones are flyers. Because they
1: wanted to do something before the draft, I heard, with him. So, uh, so that could be good because they want those
0: picks. He's coming to Philly. I feel it. I still feel it in my gut i'd be stoked that's the guy that i want i, I don't know why i feel like that either and that drives me nuts uh, that i do but like i in the back of my mind i'm just like he's coming to exciting. philly this is this fucker's coming to philly and it's, not gonna, right. it's, I, it's, but, it's not gonna know, happen i don't know man it's just like it's
1: an elite talent i, I hate that i believe in that oh but it's fun it's like this it is how, how cool. it's
0: supposed to feel
1: yeah this is <laughs> sort fun. Of like growing up man i'd be I support it. Yeah, let's roll with it. Let's see what happens. This is cool. It's awesome, you know? Yeah, when
0: they acquired Chris Pronger and everybody was excited, they signed Yarmy Yager to free ages. Like, yeah, fucking Yager's here. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, guys. My battery's about
2: to die, so I wanted to definitely say thank you. And uh, it was a great show. We'll see you guys soon. We'll talk soon.
0: Way to be prepared. Okay, there, sounds Manny. good. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: I left it upstairs. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Take
1: it easy. All right, sounds Bye-bye. good. All right, I'll see you guys later.